I'm Polly. I'm a mom, a wife, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and founder of No Kegels University. I have helped thousands of women stop leaking, enjoy intimacy, and feel proud of their bodies, even after having kids. After years of listening to women wonder why no one talks about leaking, how they should properly recover after having a baby, and that pleasurable intimacy is possible, I started to get real frustrated because I believe that no mom or woman should struggle when there are answers. It became my mission to shed light on the lack of postpartum care and the lack of discussion on issues that relate to women and their health, even if they can be uncomfortable sometimes. It also became my mission to change the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor, and more. Here we go. Episode 18, how to stop peeing so much. So last year... Christmas morning, I woke up and I was so well rested. I felt probably 10 years younger at the very least. I felt strong. I felt clear headed. I felt ready to take on the day. And interestingly enough, it had nothing to do with the fact that it was Christmas. It had everything to do with the fact that I slept through the night for the first time in over two years. So the story is this, my little boy, he's two at the time that I'm recording this. And when he sleeps prior to Christmas, he needed to touch me or have a finger on me all night long. This child knew when I would leave to go to the bathroom, he would just know. And while it is kind of a funny story, I decided Christmas Eve that this child is going to sleep in his bed. I went down to the store Christmas Eve morning, bought a mattress, brought it home, and Christmas Eve night, because I laid my mattress next to his bed, somehow he slept through the night. He didn't need to kick me. He didn't need to touch me. I don't know what it was about it, sleeping with me next to him on my own mattress parallel touching his little toddler bed, I slept through the night. And I tell you this story, not necessarily to celebrate the fact that he is now sleeping through the night and I have been more rested than I have in a very long time. But I tell you this because I had no idea why I felt so good that morning until I realized I haven't known what to expect with a good night's sleep because it had been so long since I had experienced it. And as the result of sleeping through the night, my head felt clear. I had energy. I felt like I could take on the day and didn't even need caffeine. And I bring this up again, just to illustrate, I didn't know what to expect I didn't know what a good night's sleep should feel like because, again, it had been a long time. And so I bring this up because I think if you are in a place where you are going to the bathroom a lot, that you feel like it's taking over your life, that you feel like you might empty your bladder and then you feel like you need to go again, 
or you feel like that you're the only one that goes to the bathroom all the time and it's kind of become a longstanding joke. This episode is for you because my guess is it's been so long since you've known what it feels like to have your bladder fill and to empty and for it not to feel consuming in the sense that you feel like your bladder is controlling everything that you do. So a couple of things I want to establish first is what is a normal bladder capacity? And that is around 16 ounces or two to two and a half cups. And interestingly enough, this is on average If you are going to the bathroom anytime you feel the urge to go, if you feel like you're going to the bathroom all the time, potentially your bladder capacity could shrink a little. Not to worry because we can change that and it's really not that hard. So that's good news for you. Another fact about the bladder you should know when the bladder fills There are little nerves inside that bladder that get stretched when that bladder is at capacity, and that's what tells your brain it's time to go. And then the brain sends a signal back down to the bladder, causes that bladder to contract. That's the feeling you feel like when you need to go, is your bladder actually contracting. And you needing to go and needing to go and needing to go and needing to go every 15 minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes or every hour is not considered normal. In fact, one more concept I want you to be aware of because it's going to come into play here later in the episode so that you're not peeing so much is that there are drinks or foods medications, and even stress that can trick our bladder into thinking or irritating more like it, but essentially trick our bladder into thinking that it is time to go so that the bladder actually is now contracting because of that irritation. So you're now getting that signal, oh, it's time to go. Oh, it's time to go. Oh, it's time to go. So I'm hopeful because in my over 12 years of working with patients and coaching clients on this topic, as I start to explain these, to me, very basic concepts, but to them, eye-opening, light bulb, aha moments, the hope starts to come. And so I am really anticipating that you are experiencing hope and thinking, oh, okay, what I'm doing isn't normal. It's not to be expected and hope is on the horizon. And you're right, it is. So let's let's get into some tips so that you can walk away from this episode and start working on some of these things so that you're not peeing so much. And I'll even give you a couple of ideas so that you know how to identify what might be average or expected. So going back to that bladder capacity idea, I want you to internalize this information because it's going to be very useful. So the first thing I want you to do is for the next day or so, I want you to track what you're drinking 
and when you're going to the bathroom or peeing. And I want you to notice patterns. So what I mean by this is if you wake up at 6 a.m. and need to go to the bathroom, you're going to write that down. 6 a.m., peed, and then just give yourself a guesstimate. Small, medium, or large, you don't need to track it. And then what I want you to do is I want you to continue doing that for the rest of the day. I want you to take notes right next to that on the same page of what you're drinking and when you're drinking it so that we can start to see some patterns. And it's interesting, most of my patients and coaching clients say, okay, well, I'll just send it to you and you can tell me, which yes, that is an option. However, I want you to be able to do this on your own and make and have some big wins immediately. You're going to notice some patterns. So some patterns I want you to look out for is, If you're going to the bathroom every 30 minutes to an hour, but you look next to some of those notes and you realize, well, I've been doing this since I've woken up and I've only had about 32 ounces of water and it's now three o'clock. Well, if you go back to that bladder capacity idea that I suggested you internalize, then you'd realize you're not reaching bladder capacity. Your bladder is tricking you. And it's winning. (laughs) So what I want you to think about when you have the urge to go again is ask yourself, am I actually at capacity? Meaning, have I drank enough to fill my bladder over the last hour or so? If the answer is yes, then go ahead and go to the bathroom. If the answer is no, then I want you to think back to maybe what you consumed. So I want you to pause here and I'm going to give you a little more education here so that you know how to handle this next part. Earlier, I said that sometimes our bladder can get tricked or irritated and that there's foods and drinks and even actual stress in our life that could be irritating our bladder. Bladder irritants could be caffeine, carbonation like in soda, artificial sweeteners, anything spicy, anything acidic, those are some of the main ones. So I want you to take this information and if you're asking yourself, okay, have I drank enough to go? And the answer is no. Then I want you to think back or if you're still tracking this information, you can maybe even take notes and see, well, what have I drank? Or maybe what have I eaten that could be irritating and causing me to need to go to the bathroom more than what I actually need to do? So I also want to tell you that bladder irritants are different for everyone. I could sit and tell you lots of funny stories on how patients have discovered different irritants that they have had. But we don't have time for that. And as entertaining as I think it is, it might not be entertaining to you. But I just want you to be aware what's irritating to one person won't necessarily be irritating to the next. I also want you to know that just because it's irritating doesn't mean that you need to give it up. One of my irritants is grape or cherry tomatoes. I will go to the bathroom every 15 to 20 minutes. A tomato is acidic. And so 
I find this information powerful to know because if I'm traveling, if I'm in the clinic working with patients one-on-one, or if I'm on a bunch of coaching calls with my clients, then I am not consuming grape or cherry tomatoes a couple hours before this so that I'm not needing to go to the bathroom the entire time and I'm not uncomfortable. So you can take this information. Oh, I can't believe I forgot this one. Alcohol. That's also a bladder irritant. I can't believe I forgot that. So consider that, again, not that you need to give any of this up, but consider it powerful information so that you can decide and you can dictate what your bladder is going to tell you or not tell you. Just to re-illustrate this part again, after you have tracked what you are drinking, when you're drinking, when you're going to the bathroom and how much, this will give you a really good indicator if you are actually utilizing your urges the right way, meaning that you're not getting tricked. So you can ask yourself, okay, in the last little bit, and this and this can be while you're tracking, it can be later, you can track for as long as you need to, but you can ask yourself, okay, have I drank enough to warrant me needing to go to the bathroom? If the answer is yes, then go ahead and go. If the answer is no, and you can think back that you've consumed something or drank something that might be irritating to your bladder, then you can either decide to go or another tip I'm going to give you, go drink more water. The reason I tell you this is because if that bladder is irritated, you want to dilute out that urine so it's not continuing to irritate that bladder. So even there could be even a two part to that. You could decide to go and then go drink more water or go drink more water and not go and allow that bladder capacity to fill. You get to decide. Another tip I'll give you is that you should be going to the bathroom around every two to two and a half hours. Now, again, this is going to change depending on how much water you're drinking or not drinking. The example that I like to give is that first thing in the morning, I like to drink around 32 ounces of water in the first hour of waking up. So going back to that idea of bladder capacity is around 16 ounces. Would you think that I am waiting the two to two and a half hours to go empty my bladder? No way. I am probably going to the bathroom every 30 minutes within the first hour to hour and a half because I have filled my bladder and that's okay. That's to be expected because I'm filling my bladder to capacity. Now, there's a lot more to this story and solving this for you if you find yourself peeing all the time and you're kind of the one in your group or your family that, oh, there she goes again. She has to go to the bathroom again. There could be more. There can be more. But I'll tell you that when I've worked with patients and my coaching clients, implementing these ideas and just having a knowledge of what should be expected of the bladder, I would say around 70 to 80% of improvement typically results if you track what you're drinking, when you're drinking it, when you're emptying your bladder and how much, just even that awareness can make a dramatic impact in how often you're going to the bathroom. 
Now, the other caveat that I'll tell you is that if you're not going to the bathroom this much, if you notice that you're not drinking enough water because your urine color should be a light, light lemonade color, don't be afraid to drink more. That's the last bonus tip that I'll give you is that Another irritant can be if you're not drinking enough, you might notice that one, your urine color is a darker yellow and or two, that when you're looking at when you're going and how much you're going, this is pretty common. I'll see patients and coaching clients that they'll go to the bathroom every hour, but it's a small amount. And then we look at what they're drinking And they're barely drinking half of what they should be consuming in that day for their water intake. And for them, that has everything to do with the fact that they aren't drinking enough. Their urine is so concentrated, it's irritating the bladder. And even though it might come across as backwards advice to drink more water if you're going to the bathroom all the time, but again, that's where tracking when you're going how much you're going, when you're drinking, how much you're drinking, you'll start to see some of these patterns. And maybe you might even need to throw in the foods that you're consuming too, because if you remember, grape and cherry tomatoes are my bladder irritant. So your homework is this, go implement those steps, take the time to put in the effort. And then the follow-up is if you haven't yet scheduled a personalized pelvic floor plan, schedule one. You and I can talk all about what you tracked, what you're eating, what you're drinking. And if you're not able to figure that out, we can figure that out. Or if you have made significant progress, but there's a little bit left over, then schedule a personalized pelvic floor plan with me. I'll leave that in the show notes so that we can get you to your goals of not peeing all the time, or at least feeling like you're not peeing all the time. Also, I'll include my latest free resource, four ways to strengthen your pelvic floor while cleaning the house in the show notes as well. I hope that as you walk away from this episode, that there are a lot of takeaways, a lot of education, and that this was worth your time to listen to. Remember, you're an heiress and a queen and everything in between. See you next time. If you enjoyed this episode or even wondered if I can help you, check the show notes for more details. And to see what else I'm up to, follow me on the socials at Beyond the V, period, by Polly. Because I'm changing the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor, and more, I still need your help. Please subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend or two. See you next week.